Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Kim and Cat, stay alive, maybe. maybe. We're a horror movie comedy podcast. We're going to tell you the entirety of a movie, spoilers and all. And this week, we're back, baby. Woo! I am Ketrin Porter Martin. And I'm Kimberly Aaron Marie Burns Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> um, I literally have not seen... Your face in 10 days. How are you? I'm good. I miss your face. I miss your face. I told everyone that you were in the in the Greek production of Greece playing Danny Zuko. I did sign into our Canva and notice a <laughs> picture <laughs> of me and Olivia Newton John, and it was very yeah. unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be. You were Eric's face, and no, nope. I, I was honored to be uh, remembered. Yeah, no, I, I was, I was the skeleton waiting for Eric to get out of the bathroom. Or <laughs> that's that was what I was doing. So. Fun, and I yeah. was having a grand old time. I love that I was Danny Zuko. Yeah, you why were wasn't Danny I Z- Olivia? Newton-John. I don't know. That's how you were cast. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. It's the side shape. Yeah, it is. They, they can't let it go. <laughs> um, how are you? How is how is Gre- the Greco-Roman era? Uh, I'm great. I'm still jet lagged. Very tired. Mm-hmm. Um, my flight back was, I don't know, like two days long. <laughs> I literally had a 14-hour layover in London. So Jesus. Um, but. That was fun. Yeah. Because I saw a long-lost London friend. Yeah. Um, but Greece was good. It was for work, you know, so I was 
I was working the whole time, but it's still beautiful. Yeah, and it did look like every so often I saw you post something that looked like you were, you know, looking at something beautiful in a relaxed manner. So that's good. Yeah, I mean, we li- we lived in a villa, so that was just the view of... That's pretty dope. Always. <laughs> <laughs> that was just the view. That's pretty dope. That's pretty no dope. What. Yeah, we went on two excursions, which were pretty cool, to like this church that like a bunch of miracles were supposed to have taken place. Wow. Like Mary appeared to someone and then they built a church on it. And then like a bunch of other miracles have happened. So people go and pray there like to this day, like wild, 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 like like a lot, a lot lot of people. People were just fucking doing it while we were there. Um, So we all made little prayers. You like light candles and stuff. Uh, And then... Oh, and people climb up a carpet to it. Like, I, you can either, I guess it's more like if you, so it's this long, it's just a tiny island, and it's this long fucking, like, mile up a hill. So they have a carpet on the road that's, <laughs> <laughs> like, blocked off next to the sidewalk, and so people climb up on their hands and knees. Wow. Oh, so the carpet is there because people are crawling up to it. Yeah. I see. Like I in see. like super fucking prayer form of like, I wow. really need this. Wow. And or as a thank you that it came true. Because also if, if it comes true, you're supposed to go back every year or something and thank them. That's pretty dope. It was wild. And then the other one was like the whole island was like an archaeological site because it was just ruins from like ancient times. And there was just a ton of stuff left over because everyone like left the island. So that's so cool. Cool stuff. That's, for sure. That's very and the cool. The work part was cool, but also exhausting. Exhausting. Yeah. Are you going to get to sleep ever again in your life? I do get to sleep. It's just that I would like that my body wants to sleep right now and then mm. wake up at 3 a.m. Ah, <laughs> I see. I see. Yeah, that's 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 irritating. Let's see. What did I do? You you guys mostly know what I did because I recorded an episode with Eric. Oh, but last night I went to see My Chemical Romance with my cousin's kid, Willow, and that was super fun. As you guys know, there's like maybe four bands on the planet that I would bother to go see live, and luckily they're one of them, so I enjoyed it. It was great. Go see the tour. They're touring. (laughs) How was last week? I have to listen. Last week was, uh, yeah, last week was super fun. Eric was a pro. I mean, he's coming for your job, I guess. So good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, it was great. Um, I did. I mean, he was a pro at staying alive. I was like, well, if I have to pick an apocalypse partner, I mean, (laughs) I mean, I I probably am picking Mikey over myself as well. (laughs) That was a way better job. That was pretty impressive. Um, Eric did. Eric did pretty well as Eric did well, too. He did well. Um, He got like. I would say, like, some of the answer, like, some of the things that you had to do to stay alive, like, went against his very logical brain. So, like, there were a couple times where I had to be like, I need you to be, like, less smart. (laughs) Like, I need you to, like, be less scientific about this. And how was Devin? Um, Devin was great. Um, Oh, good. The title sorry, of the episode, him. yeah, the title of, the, he plays a very different character in this one, because, like, I feel like the other things that we've watched him in, he's, like, 
very like just a real cut up of a guy. And this <laughs> this one, he's he's going through it. Yeah, he's going through it. Oh, so I've, I've seen it. Yeah, many many moons ago. Many moons ago, Eric was blo- his face was blown off that the driving behind the log truck. Yeah. Is not in Final Destination 1. Oh, it's not? It's in 2. Oh. But I think we all associate it with Final Dest- with the first Final Destination. Devin Sawa, also not in Final Destination 2. Right. Which, like, I didn't but know. the logs I've- are. The logs are. <laughs> yes. They, 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 they trade off. They trade places. So I actually learned Devin, Devin was playing the logs. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. That's why yeah. they couldn't both be in the same right. place at the same time. Exactly. Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. So I didn't know. He's all of our greatest nightmare. Yeah, yeah. I just associate with Final Destination. So I just think of it. Although in my brain, I was like, how does that work? I don't remember. I, it was so long ago. I don't remember. Yeah, it was fucking 2000. Well, do you want to hear a movie? I do. I have no idea okay. what it is. I don't know what the live show show is either. I know. I'm excited. Um, just, I'm just here for the ride. So this is a fun little special event. This was actually released as a fun little special event. And <laughs> okay. I'm, th- I'm being <laughs> totally serious. So Eric often, you know, suggests movies to me and... I, sometimes I take them, sometimes I don't. But this one, I was like, Eric, you're really trying to, like, make an exception here. That's ridiculous. Because he goes, there's a new Marvel movie that's out that you should do for the podcast. And I said, do you not know what our podcast is? What Mm -hmm. are you talking about? And he goes, no, Marvel just released a literal special event on Disney Plus that is a horror movie called Werewolf at Night. Oh, okay. And uh, it is awesome. And it is an, is it Werewolf by Night or Werewolf at Night? Hold on. It's good to know the title. You know what? You know what? Oh, it's Werewolf by Night. Werewolf by Night. Yeah. Werewolf by Night. Werewolf by Day. Um, I'm... I'm shocked and insulted that you didn't inquire as to whether or not I've already seen this. I am positive (laughs) that you didn't. (laughs) This was the one movie that I knew I didn't have to ask him if she'd seen before. There's one movie that I really wanted to watch on the plane, and I didn't because you kind of already called it. But I was like, I don't know if she remembers she called it, and I couldn't get in touch with you on the plane. Oh, well, what was it? But it was one of the only horror movies that I hadn't seen already. That was on the plane both ways, and I was. I like, wouldn't uh, have been. I wouldn't have been mad. What was it? it? Yeah, black phone. Oh, I did call that one. Yeah, you should have just done it. <laughs> I, I would have just been like, eh, oh well. <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, so this one is. This was really fun. This is an homage. We are about to watch. Basically, we are literally about to watch a classic monster movie. From like it's black and white. Okay. It is, you know, of the of the era of the classic horror movies that got us all started with our love affair. Um all right, so here we go. It's a lot of dead or lives. Sorry. 
that's just how it goes. Um, Jack Russell, which is a terrier. I just realized that. Alive. Elsa. Alive. Varusa. Alive. Uh, Jovan. Dead. Azarel. Dead. Lorne. Dead. Barasso. Dead. Ted. Dead. <laughs> Billy Swan. Alive. Wow, bitch, you're coming out swinging, ain't ya? Okay, okay. Uh-oh. I see what you're putting down. All right, so this was directed by Michael Galcino. I never really know how to pronounce like Italian names. G I A C C H I O N. Is it like Giacchino? <laughs> I don't know. I, I am a visual learner. Okay. Well, that's who it is, guys. It's directed by that guy. Um, Giacchino. It's, it's going to sound... I think a C-C-H is a K sound, but I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, well, you guys know how to pronounce it. We don't. Um, it's written by... It's going to sound like there's too many cooks in the kitchen, but it's because it's based on existing work. So don't worry. Um, but it's written by Heather Quinn, Peter Cameron, Jerry Conway, Michael G. Plug, Roy Thomas, and Gene Thomas are the writers of this film. Okay. Old-timey credits where it's like, oh, we're about to watch, you know, Frankenstein's monster or something. And the narrator is saying in his very sort of Vincent Pricey voice... The following. The known universe with its heroes and marvels. But what of the darkness? In our modern world, this is where monsters dwell. Among those who hunt and slaughter them with pride. None more prolific than that of the Bloodstone family whose patriarch has long controlled the powerful supernatural relic, the Bloodstone, a weapon unlike any other. But now, this weapon is in want of a new master, for Ulysses' Bloodstone has died. Tonight is his funeral. Hunters have gathered from around the globe, strangers until this night, for a ceremonial hunt which will decide who next will wield the bloodstone. And woe to the monster who finds itself among them. (laughs) Okay. So, the door raises up, and a man with, in like a nice little suit, with really cool like white sort of designs on his face, walks very cautiously into this giant sort of like, it's a giant, it's a castle that we're walking into. And so this is sort of like the meeting room or the den. And there are pictures on the wall along this hallway depicting uh, sort of like almost in like hieroglyph depicting monsters being hunted and people hunting them and werewolves Mm, and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. Uh, he walks into this beautiful giant room that's sort of an octagon, 
the tallest ceilings you've ever seen all of your ceilinged life. And on each wall are mounted like heads of monsters that have been killed. Mm, okay. The, I always forget this actor's name. I knew I was going to have to do it. I asked Eric and Mike Rosolio to remind me of this actor's name and I still forgot it. Um, did you see uh, E2 Mama Tembien? I don't know. Gael Garcia Bernal is the lead and you would recognize him immediately. He is playing Jack Russell. So he walks in, monster heads displayed everywhere. And then the captions say, oldie pop music. So it's music from like the pop music of the 1920s, which I never associated that with like, that was the pop music of the time. Uh-huh. It was, it was neat. There are three more people in there and they're all kind of looking suspiciously at each other. They've all met in the same place, but clearly don't know each other. Uh, one guy is a black guy. His name is Barrasso. Another one is a white woman who is also like dressed like the abominable snowman's mistress. Like she's just <laughs> okay. kind of all in white. Unexpected. No, no eyebrows. Just kind of she's a, looks like a sexy snow monster, if you will. Um, and then we have uh, and that's Azarel. Then we have Lorne, who is giving off some samurai vibes. So they all kind of have, like, different motifs about their hero look, if you will. We then see a little Igor type who's like, "Eh, I'm so sniveling, and my name is Igor, and I'm the owner, the, the servant of this castle. But his name is Billy Swan. I was like, hmm, that name doesn't, that name doesn't give me Igor vibes. But I guess... Can't control what's your name. So, is Billy Swan something from Hocus Pocus? What's that guy's Billy, name? Billy, yeah, it's Billy, but it's not Billy Swan. It's Billy Butcher. Mm. Well, now yeah. we got it. Now something we got to like do that. that. All right, now we got to do that. Did you watch the new one, by the way? Not yet. Did you? Oh my god, it's fucking so cute. It's exactly oh. what you want it to be. Like some people are like, it's not even scary. I'm like, did you see the first one? Yeah. What did you expect? It is a children's movie. Billy Butcherson. Oh, I was almost Billy there. Billy Butcherson. Dun, 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 um, dun, dun, dun. I don't know who Billy Swan is, but it does sound like a familiar name. So that's Igor. Igor runs up to this statue that's got like a black veil over it and says, um, excuse me, but Elsa is here. And then the statue turns around and we realize tis a woman. Uh, who's like, now this actress, her direction was, I want you to chew the scenery and I want you to season it and bake it and love it and put lots of sauce over it. And I just want you to eat it the fuck up. And she said, give me another helping. (laughs) She just ate it up and just, she, she definitely knew the assignment and it was Mm -hmm. fantastic. Mm -hmm. So the woman walks off. She's uh, she's about let's put her in like her sixties, like early sixties. That's okay. That's who statue we're at. statue lady. Yeah, statue lady. Okay. Um, she walks off, um, and when she walks away, we see that there's an ornate stone suspended in the air 
that is encased in sort of like a very ornate box. That stone is the only thing that's in color. And it's bright, bright red. Everything else is black and white. Fun. So Statue Lady walks up. Her name is Verusa. Okay. Uh, At that point, a Scotsman walks up to Jack Russell and is like, beauty, isn't it? I can't do Scottish accents. Listen, I even practiced it. That's so embarrassing. I was practicing it in my car, and, <laughs> and I was like, of all the bad accents I've done on this podcast, it's so bad that I can't even attempt it. <laughs> and you know it had to be bad for me to not even try. Um, but he comes up, and he's literally like Scotsman, red beard, just that whole vibe. Wearing and a kilt? Wearing a, is he wearing a kilt? If he's not wearing a kilt, he's giving he off kilt be. vibes. Exactly. Yes. He's got big kilt energy. Big kilt energy, for sure. I like um, it. Man, I love, when the me- I love when the memes make themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kim knows about g- big kilt energy. I sure do. She, she, she's a sucker for big kilt energy. I've got some experience. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so he's there talking to Jack, and he immediately comes out with his resume. Okay, so his resume is like, this is my 30th season, hunting monsters, I have this many kills. And Jack is very gracious. Jack is like, wow, very impressive. He can like, I, I, I can smell the blood on your hands. You know, just uh, very effusive. And uh, Jovan is the Scotsman, and he says, I like your makeup. And he's like, I like your whole look kind of thing. And Jack is like, well, thanks, but, like, it, it honors my ancestors. Like, it was a little insensitive the way he said it. What and does Jack look like? Jack um, is Gael Garcia Bernal, and he's the one who's just, like, in a very simple suit with, like, white uh, sort of tribalistic kind of uh, drawings on his face a okay, little bit. Okay, okay. Very subtle, but he's like, you know, this isn't, it's not my makeup. This is my culture. And uh, Jovan is like, well, I don't really have time to paint my face while I'm out there killing monsters. Like, he's just kind of a kind of being a little bit of a bigoted asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, little killed energy. A little killed energy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they then are like, you know, one of them says, like, I'm proud. Probably Jack says, I'm proud to be here to honor Ulysses. And S. Grant? Ulysses S. Grant is the monster hunter. He directs our attention to a standing coffin. So take notes, because if I go before you, this is what I want. Standing coffin. It's a a standing coffin. And, like, coming out of the front of it are, like, two, like, metal arms. Like, like, um, as if it's a knight's arms. Like, they're armored. And they're holding a sword. So, like, it looks like a coffin with arms holding a sword. (laughs) And I was like... That's badass. And the sword is just like this giant fucking like roar sword coming off this coffin. That's and what you want? I don't know. It just was like so dramatic. Hmm. You can throw me in the ground. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, I did. Make oh, me a tree. You did miss this, though. I think I talked about it on the last episode. But uh, when Eric took me to Salt Lake City, the grave site that he took me to. Uh-huh. Uh, did you see that on my Instagram? Were you stalking me? Do you even know? Do you even care? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What's her face? Lily Gray, who was like victim of the beast 666. I just want you to put something like to fuck with people. 
okay. on my epitaph. Just fuck, just however you want, just fuck with them. That's what I want. In Do honor what of that Lily lady Gray. said, that meme that Eric just shared. Or yes! It was like, hey. Keep in like, touch. Keep in touch. And it was like a Ouija board. Yes, I love that. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of shit I want to do. So, uh, on a Ulysses Bloodstone. Okay, so Ulysses Bloodstone was the guy that they were talking about in the beginning as the dude who's dead, and he was the owner of the Bloodstone, and now we have to find a new owner. So, so he's dead. He was the owner of the Bright Red Stone mm-hmm. that's hovering. Mm-hmm. And the new owner is whoever wins this hunt? Yes. How do we win? We haven't covered that yet. Okay. We kind of went into it, but we'll go into more detail about exactly how it's done. So... Javon says to Jack, he's like, are any of these you're doing? And he points to the heads, the monster heads mounted on the wall. And Jack's like, no, no, I fought that guy a few times. And it's like this weird, like, scary bat albino man kind of thing. (laughs) And he's like, he's like, never, never seen him look so alive. (laughs) And then they (laughs) laugh. And a woman comes down the hall who is picture... She's giving, she's giving me Jessica Jones. She's giving me Eliza Dushku's character. She's giving me Faith from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She's Got giving it. me... Okay, so that's what she's giving me. Mm-hmm. And she is pulling it off. Got a leather jacket on, and, mm-hmm. and she's not wearing any fucks because she gives the, none of them. Got so it. we learn that this is Elsa, who I, Igor, Igor... I'm probably going to say Igor and Igor interchangeably. Um, Interesting. Who he said to the statue, Elsa's here. Elsa's here. So Verusa meets her in the little hallway right before you kind of enter into the big room. And basically is throwing her shade, being like, nobody is happy to see you, including me. And And Verusa's snow lady? No, Verusa is the statue lady. Verusa's statue lady. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, the one who, who seasoned and sauced the scenery and ate it right the fuck up and asked for seconds. That's mm-hmm. Verusa. And Elsa gives no fucks. And she's like, well, you know what? Give me what's mine and I'll leave. Mm, okay. And Verusa says, what exactly is it that you're interested in? Is it strength? Is it the power of longevity? And uh, Elsa says... It's really none of your business. And uh, she says, and you expect to compete with these other monster hunters when you haven't been training for the last 20 years with your father? So this is Elsa Bloodstone. Oh, so fucking Coffin dad. Coffin is dad. Dad Yes, dad is Coffin. Daddy Coffin. Um, And Verusa is Wicked Stepmother. Oh, shit. So these are the vibes that we're throwing around here. Okay. 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 And so she's like, you haven't even been training. And Elsa says, I haven't been training with him. With him. Ah! (laughs) And uh, she's got big kilt energy. She has huge kilt energy. Verusa then says, "Mm, your father and I had such high hopes for you. He hoped that you'd take after him, but I guess you were only interested in emulating your mother. And she says, I did all I could for you. And she just goes, 
shame I didn't turn out. Like she, she gives her nothing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Verusa goes to walk away, but before she walks away, she says, you were the greatest disappointment of his life and walks away. So we go back into the room and now Verusa lifts her veil so we can see her face. And she is like, over 200 kills from, e- from you in this room. You, Barasso, had 57. Javon, an, an amazing 64, whatever the fuck. But you, over 100 deaths, give or take. And everyone's impressed and surprised. And we realize she's pointing at Jack. Meek little Jack who's had over a hundred kills of monsters. And everyone's like, this fucking guy? Never even fucking heard of him. So, blah, blah, blah. She then starts, like, crying on the coffin of her husband. Just like, ugh, 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 my <laughs> life, ugh. And while she's crying, Elsa takes a chair and drags it as loudly and slowly as she can <laughs> across the floor. <laughs> and... Uh, a lot of pomp and circumstance from Verusa. And she's like caressing the coffin, talking about all the ways that he was this wonderful person, this formidable hunter, this blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, and a lover without equal. And, <laughs> and fucking Elsa's just like, barf. Yeah. She's so messed up. <laughs> she said, he's so sad he couldn't be here, but he did orchestrate his presence in other ways. Oh, he was so incorrigible, that one. <laughs> and she says, Igor. But she doesn't say Igor. She says whatever the fuck his name is. Billy Swan. Crank it open. So little Billy comes over and he just, this is literally his face the whole time. Just kind of squinty and mouse-like the whole time. Like as if he's about to get stomped on at any moment. Mm-hmm. And he starts cranking this cr- crank, if you will. And <laughs> I will. <laughs> and... The doors of the coffin open okay. to a so extremely dead person. Like uh-huh. the grandfather in Texas Chainsaw, Texas Massacre, Chainsaw Massacre looked like bright-eyed and bushy-tailed in comparison. <laughs> okay. Like like the this guy, Ulysses, would be like, oh my gosh, Grandpa from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, what is your skincare regimen? Yeah. Like that's... Okay. He looks rough. And then all of a sudden, his arms start moving, and we realize he has animatronic himself. No, he's animatronic himself. He, too, is applying for a job at Willy's Wonderland with the wow. animatronic. It's him and the boar from Razorback who are trying to get a job at Willy's. Yeah, and so the boar from Razorback can't move at all. Yeah, so I did want to ask, because I, I didn't see it, nor was it explained to me. Was it literally, like, as if it was, like, a taxidermy boar? Yes. It never <laughs> moved. It was just would sometimes be pushed in and out of shot. There was not a single piece of movement. It was not animatronic. <laughs> <laughs> it was just... That's so fucking stupid. It was just a boar taken from the museum. That's... <laughs> That's fantastic. That's fantastic. A lot wow. of sound. A lot of sound. Wow. Okay. Unmoving. Well, well, it, it sounds like Ulysses is going to get the job over the boar. Unfortunately. Because 
because we get a little bit of this. <laughs> a little, a little bit of, Yeah, a little moves. bit of ro- robot moves. And <laughs> then... Because I was, I was listening to it, and I was like, and I was like, I'm sure it like its snout moves or something. No, they, moved. they would just like dr- get it wet and drippy sometimes, face, and then just make sounds. And usually, it wouldn't even be in the shot at all. But it, no, it no, no part of zero parts of it moved. That's fucking fantastic. <laughs> well. Ulysses, Ulysses has a little life in him yet. And (laughs) then, so everyone, like the coffin opens and his arms shoot up and everyone in the room is like, gross. (laughs) They are not charmed. They're like, this is fucking disgusting. (laughs) Yes. And I don't want your decomposing body robotting around. Right? And so, but Verusa is just like, like staring at him like he's the most beautiful thing she's ever seen. Then it starts talking. How does it sound? It sounds like his voice. It looks like they just kind of shoved a a tape recorder into his mouth, probably. Okay. And so as it's like moving like Willy's Wonderland, it's talking. And it says, I do hope my attendance delights you. And I wrote, they are not delighted. (laughs) (laughs) They are, they are undelighted. (laughs) (laughs) They are anti-delighted. Yes. And he says, thank you, Verusa, for seeing it through and for shaping our cause like no other. And then she, like, takes its hand and intertwines her fingers through its fingers. And I was like, they're going to break off. (laughs) And he says, with my passing, it is now time to choose a leader in the crusade against monsters. This horror can only... Nope, not horror. This honor can only be bestowed upon the strongest and most committed to our mission. Very soon, a monster unlike anything you've ever faced will be released into these sacred grounds. The hunter who slays the beast will become our new leader, taking possession of my bloodstone. Good luck. I'll be... Rotting for you. <laughs> and Verusa laughs alone. Uh, and he says, Oh, forgive me, graveyard humor. And the coffin <laughs> closes. And it closes to be just his, you know, ironclad arms with his giant sword in front of it. So that's what you want. I do. Duly noted. And I want to also be an animatronic corpse that in that welcomes everyone to my funeral. With that bad will be jokes. with bad jokes. That will be a party that has a bouncy house at it. I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be like, and you can see yourself <laughs> for the last time and, and then forever. You, and then you just push my coffin into the ground. Yeah, and it just falls exactly. So now Verusa takes over. She says, "There's only one bloodstone, only one keeper." She throws some more shade and says, it was supposed to be his daughter, but through decades of absence. And at this point, uh, at this point, Igor opens it. 
And it's the only, it's a bright, so it's not just a stone, it's a bright red light. So, like, anything that that light is touching is illuminated in red light and no longer black and white. It was really beautifully shot. It is an, it's an art piece, honestly. Like, it was like they set out to do something very specific and they got an A plus on it. Verusa keeps throwing shade at Elsa, like, she's not even fucking there. And is like, Elsa has long forsaken that birthright of being the one who takes over the bloodstone. So now we get into how we're going to do this hunt. Okay? Great. The grounds are a giant maze garden. Okay? Mm -hmm. So I want you to picture this maze. It's not like the maze from The Shining where it's like topiary maze. It is mostly sort of cement structures, okay? But it's all kind of like, you know, random walls, obviously, to create a maze. But then we'll also have just sort of like a pillar and then like a large sort of cement box and then like stairs going up to nothing. Like it's all just kind of like lots of just different kind of structures, things to hide behind. It's almost like, remember that show we used to watch, American Gladiator? Mm-hmm. Where they would just kind of like, when you had to make it from one side to the other, and there would just be like, oh, you can hide behind this pillar. Now you can dive into this hole, and you can jump over it, like, to sort of make mm-hmm. make it so that you could get from one end to the other, but you had places where you could hide or get behind or whatever. Do you mean... The show on Nickelodeon where you had pears, like purple parrots? Well, that was um, Legends of the Hidden Temple. I'm, the talking, Hidden Temple. I'm talking about American Gladiator. I don't remember them hiding behind things. but there, okay. was one, there was one, it was like one challenge that they had to do. Where like Turbo was up in a tower on one end. <laughs> and he like had his like potato gun or whatever the fuck it was. And oh. then the American Gladiator started at the other end. And, like, had to, like, get from one end to the other without okay. turbo, like, potato Vaguely, gunning him or whatever. Vaguely okay? remember. It's kind remember of like blue, that. blue versus red of them fighting each other on that. But that, show, that show was great. I loved that show. I did, too. I love... Why... Where's that show, everybody? Why are we... Why are we making shows like the ground is lava and why aren't we just bringing back American Gladiator? <laughs> um, yes, there is a show called The Ground is Lava. And it's just the game. The ground yeah, is lava. I have no interest in watching that. Not a not a not a lick of interest. Um, uh, rock book. Rock book. Yeah. So that's that's what our maze is. Okay. It makes me think of a Salvador Dali painting. Yes, that is a great. Or. Not Salvador Dali, but the guy who painted like a staircase that Staircases. goes up and down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's what it is. That's that the look guy. we're going. Yes, that guy. That's the look we're going for here. Okay, I knew what you were talking about. So, she says, per my husband's wishes, the stone will be affixed to the monster's hide. This will weaken it. It it will also make it very angry. She says the only weapons you can use are the ones you find within the garden. So they are unarmed other than what they find. So the mon- we have the monster and we like put it out as like a game to catch. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. But we don't know what the monster is. I thought we were on like a hunt in the in the wild for monsters. We're, we're hunt, like hunting a, it in this giant maze. Interesting. Yeah. So I've already got it. I'm I just mean, put it out there for them to get to, to kill get. it, to kill it, okay. to defeat it, to kill it before it kills you. And to also kill it before the other people trying to kill it kill you. It's, it's kill or be killed out here. Okay. Okay. And then Barrasso is like, she gets to fucking crash the party. Like, he's, th- people are pissed that Elsa's there, but, like, hasn't put in the time. Yeah. And they're like, she doesn't even have a medallion. And then we see that they're all kind of wearing, like, special medallions that are like, I'm an official monster hunter or whatever the fuck. And Elsa's like, have you checked up your ass? And then they, like, <laughs> are about to fight each other. Um, I have a big crush on this actress. She's, I love her. Barusa says, Elsa is welcome. And like everyone else, is fair game. Those who don't survive will be honored appropriately. So here's my first question to you, Kim. You can continue to be a monster hunter. The only thing that you get at the end of this, which admittedly is very valuable, is this bloodstone. And you get to be the leader of the monster hunters. Mm-hmm. But you might also get brutally murdered by not only the scariest monster you've ever seen, allegedly, but also the other people competing for the bloodstone. Mm-hmm. So my first question is, do you even do you even wanna? Mm-hmm. Do, you, I mean, do you even wanna? And does Jack even wanna? <laughs> I mean, I probably don't wanna. I probably don't want to be a monster killer at all. Hunter okay. At all. Okay. And I certainly don't give a fuck okay. about this trophy. Um, I think Jack does. He clearly is there. Okay. Why the fuck would you show up? One point for Jack. Even though it may not be your bag, there may be something else in it for you. Mm-hmm. So let's find out. It now fades to beautiful candles and a skull that Verusa is holding. And there's some sort of ceremony type thing happening. And Verusa says, every hunter for themselves. They all then take off their medallions and put it into a bowl. Which, this isn't super clear, but it is making me wonder if, like, the medallions do something, and so by removing them, it's like like maybe they're a weapon of some kind in some way. It's not clear, but they, they take them all off and put them in a bowl, like we're mm-hmm, at a, mm-hmm. you know, key swing, a, a key party. And, uh, and they're all going to go fuck each other. <laughs> they then each take a rune out of a bag. And uh, Jack looks at the rune in his hand, and Jovan says, you lucky duck. I don't know. I, I'll look up what the rune means. Put that in the, in the uh, post-mortem. But basically, whatever rune he got is the one that everybody else wanted. And it means he gets to go in first. He gets a head start. And we hear a giant, like, bigger-than-life foghorn sound go off. And we're like, whoa, the pomp and circumstance. Jack starts slowly walking towards the maze and we see that the front of the maze is like a really tall wall with three archways Mm -hmm. in it. 
And then we also hear a horrible roar that echoes through the entire garden. Monster. And Verusa says, I'd say the stone is in place. Because remember she said, they're going to fix it to his hide and it's going to hurt. And he's mm-hmm. going to be pissed. Uh, and she says, off you go. So he starts walking very slowly towards the maze. And then we see that he's being led by the coolest thing I've ever seen. It's a tuba player who's just like walking, ceremonial tuba player, but his tuba's on fire. Oh, wow. He's a flaming tuba player. And I was just <laughs> like, if that isn't some boss shit, I don't know what is. <laughs> The so, old flaming tuba player. Yeah. So now that's that's my new thing. I I want to be a flaming tuba player. That big is big flaming tuba energy. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's gonna fuck with a big flaming tuba energy. Like it was just. And he had a top hat. Of course. He did. <laughs> now imagine. Know. Yeah. Imagine I got a top hat. I got my flaming tuba, and I got a crow on either shoulder. It just feels like <laughs> ultimate dork energy <laughs> for me, but, but sure. But don't you feel like it's so dorky that it circles back around to awesome? Mm-hmm. Does it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, me thinks it do. <laughs> um, well, it's happening and you're going to be friends with the flaming tuba player. And what does that make you? Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> Because <laughs> you're, I'm you're not, not even the flaming tuba <laughs> player. I'm their just their nobody friend. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. So I don't know. You're gonna have to step your pussy up. Is all I'm saying. To be fair, I think I'm still just the cool girl in the band at the back of the bus. True. Maybe we could like set your flute on fire, or have your flute like shoot out something poison. Some poison. Yeah, I could get down with some poison. Cool. All right. Wow. How quickly she comes around, everyone. <laughs> We're little, like, arrows. Yeah! Pew, pew! Oh, my gosh. Who's the dork now? Um, <laughs> flaming tuba and poison arrow spitting flautist. <laughs> That's us! <laughs> as long as I don't have to be a marching band. I'll do it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so... I forgot that my friend sent me a crow meme for you today. Oh, I love that people associate me with crows. Makes me feel really good. Do you want to hear it? It's yeah, I do. Oh, it's a fact. Let's hear it. Was it a fact? I don't know. I read it in like a weird time of day, 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a fact? <laughs> Kim's so jet lagged she doesn't know what facts are. <laughs> it was, I remember it was words in front of a picture. <laughs> it was words in front of a picture of a crow. This is the problem with American society. You realize that, right? That that pictures and words in front of a picture, people are calling facts. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't fact check it. Okay. All right. Let's hear it. Crows have been known to drop hard nuts onto zebra crossings so that cars run over them cracking the nut and then waiting for people to cross to stop the traffic before retrieving said nut. Smart AF. Nobody can tell me that crows aren't the fucking <laughs> bosses of this planet. I will, I will post-mortem. I will fact check that fact. That is fact awesome. 
that crow picture that I'm going to forget all about. <laughs> Holy shit, that is awesome. What smart little fucks they are. Okay. Uh, all right, so I got my flame and tuba. From my guy. Got my flame and tuba with, uh, with my crows on my shoulders and my okay. top hat. And, okay. a mar- and, a marching, and a marching jack into the maze. As he's marching in, the other hunters are chanting. And they are chanting the following. It's a pledge. And they're saying, we spill all blood for the hunt, for stone and creed, for those who forged our blade, to rid this land of abominations. There is no peace without blood, and so it shall be. Uh, and that's what they keep chanting. Cool. Uh, stone archway guarded. There's a three stone archway in the, mm-hmm. in the beginning of the maze. But are there guards? Maybe there are guards. I don't know. Uh, maybe there are guards standing in front of it. Oh, yeah. Maybe there are because Jack kind of walks past and is like, hi. Like, he does not <laughs> look cut out for this. Like, he does not have big kilt energy, big flaming tuba mm. energy. He's got very sweet little, sweet little sweetie heart energy, mm. honestly. But he's killed the most. Yeah. And people are like, really? So now we get an aerial view of the giant maze. And it is, we can't even see the ends of it. It's so big. Um, And we kind of see, like, all of the cement structures within it and all this kind of stuff. This isn't a spoiler, but we learn later that in the center of the maze is the family crypt, the Bloodstone crypt. So, um, which we'll, we'll come to later. So Jack is going around hearing beasties and noises and wind. And he's, he's very, he's, it's spooky. He's spooked. (laughs) Um, so now we cut to the others sneaking through. Okay. So now we're just getting shots of each of them walking through the spook, the spooky maze. Um, Elsa is now sneaking about and she comes upon a gramophone playing creepy music and she walks up to it and stops it. And she's looking around. Now we're back with Jack. Jack comes around a corner. Elsa is right there. Mm Mm-hmm. So now they're face to face. Okay. Question two. What do you do? What does Jack do? Jack. Jack, 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 Jack. I think hand in hand we're like, let's. I don't like this idea, but I don't know what else to do. Okay. Or no, maybe hand in hand. We're like, <laughs> I don't know what we do. And you're jet lagged. What's my goal? I mean, your goal is to stay alive. Maybe we're like, hey, what's up? Bye. Hand in hand? Hand in hand. <laughs> Double ding. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that got a double thing. <laughs> hey, what's up? Bye. <laughs> but you know what I meant. Yes. What he actually says is he, they, so they're looking at each other, right? Because mm-hmm. it is, you take out one of the other hunters. Yeah. Basically didn't try to attack her. Yeah. Yeah. He says, I suggest we just pass each other by. <sighs> and Elsa says, what? Exactly what I said. Yeah. Elsa says, what? So question three, what do you do? What does Elsa do? Oh, 
shit. Elsa. Maybe she is like, I don't think so. And it's going to attack him. But I am like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Bye. Point for you. Elsa gives him just kind of a little eye roll, you know, like sort of like a, it, it's Elsa's way of saying fine. Yeah. But that that's all you're going to get from Elsa. And uh, so she's kind of like, but you can tell that she's like, what the, what is this guy? Yeah. And right. all of a sudden, Jovan comes out screaming around the corner. Uh, he's the big kilt energy. Jack runs off. Okay. Elsa's left to fight him. And now he has a giant. This isn't even an axe. This is like a double sided scythe axe sharp thingy. It's like massive. So clearly he found a weapon in mm-hmm. the maze. And they're fighting. It is, she's holding her own, but he starts smashing her head in to the concrete and I was like how is she not dead but he throws her probably assuming that he killed her based on the fact that he smashed her head into the fucking concrete Um, but she just kind of shakes it off and like puts her jaw back in place basically and she gets up and fights him and manages to knock him to the ground and the axe out of his hand Mm-hmm. Question four, what do you do? What does Elsa do? Grab the axe and kill him hand in hand. That's one and a half points. She grabs the axe and scales over the wall and runs away. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hmm. Definitely would have stabbed forever. Yeah. For sure. So what's Elsa's deal, I ask? Question. Yes. Does this hunting game happen, like, every year? No, it only happened because Ulysses died. So they built this whole maze No, I think you. Death. No, I think Ulysses probably had, was like, let's have some cool fucking creep. Oh, probably to train in. No, I bet it was there as, like, a training grounds, and also that's where the crypt is. He was a real creep. I can see okay. him as just kind of being someone who's like, I'm going to I'm going to erect a really ornate giant cement garden maze that I'm going to put my crypt in the center of for all of my family. And also we're going to train our monster hunters in it. That's what I'm thinking. To protect the crypt in a weird way? Possibly. Could be. But based on the comics, I didn't do a ton of looking into it, but I guess Ulysses was like a thousand years old or something. So oh. the, the bloodstone... That's one of its things. Like keeps is it you, keeps yeah. keeps you going. So she climbs over the wall, and Jovan is like, "Death is coming for you, lassie." That's the most, good. Yeah, that's that's all I got. That's it. That was the it that was felt, the height. It felt Irish, but same it, region. Yeah, same region. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Scottish accents. I don't even understand what I'm hearing when they talk. That one is so yeah. hard to me. They're very thick. It's really thick, and it's like, I don't know, can you, like, I can't even, sometimes, I, I don't even, I'm like, this isn't English. I don't even hear English words. Yeah, it's there. a little hard. It's like a, it's similar to, like, the Scouse, like, English accents, too, that are real, like, northern. What's Scouse? 
It's like they're all like it's like it's like the thick northern accent. They're close to Scotland. Okay, but I've never uh, heard that word before. What you is just scouse? Can't fucking understand them. Um, I don't know. It's like what British people call it. Oh, okay. <laughs> what is Simon? What accent does he have? Uh, he's like fucking from Essex. So, okay, he has a fucking fucking garbage uh, <laughs> accent that I personally love. Yeah. I love an Essex, Essex accent, but I think to them, like, it's not like a proper, you know. It's like, it's like a, uh, is it like, like it's, it's more like Cockney. Okay. Got it. I would say, I mean, I don't really know, but like, like, for, like he doesn't say his, like he says THs as Fs. Oh, interesting. Like that's why he's in my phone. Cause his, last name has a th in it and i put it in as an <laughs> that's awesome um uh, hold on let me look up yeah. scouse okay tell me scouse is an accent and dialect of english associated with liverpool oh. and the surrounding county it's very distinctive and heavily influenced by irish norwegian and welsh immigrants uh and it's kind of just its very own Accent is named after Scouse, a stew eaten by sailors and locals. No, I bet that I bet that stew is so fucking delicious. You think? Yeah, I do. I bet it's real meat heavy. I bet I can't have it, but I bet it's fucking delicious. Ah, uh, so Married at First Sight UK is on right now, and you're watching oh, that. Okay, and there's a Scouse person on there, and he like sometimes it's hard to understand what he says, but I also love a lot of the things he's he's like, he'll be like you're a I'd be like, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> well, one thing we noticed, I don't know if you're watching Welcome to Wrexham. No, not yet. It's fantastic. But they're, so they're Welsh, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And we watch everything with captions on now. Same. But like some of the accents are so thick that like yeah. the, the captions drop out. Yeah. Like the so captions is, are like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think is like a similar to the. Welsh yeah. or something, but yeah, he'd be like, "But fucking, don't you fucking talk to me?" Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, a fucking liar. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, I but you, so much. you fucking know your accent is thick when the closed captioning and it's like, "We, don't, I we don't got know. me." Yeah, <laughs> no, we don't know. Universe <laughs> at UK is on YouTube, so you can't even put captions on. So oh, I just gotta guess. Wow, there's definitely one or two people on there that I'm just like. I can't. I don't know. No idea. I don't know. Who? And it's really fast, too. They talk really mm -hmm. fast. Um, I'll never know. Yeah. Okay. So, death is coming for you, lassie. Um, and then we hear a loud roar. And it's it's one of those loud roars where it's like, you can tell it's very far away, but it is like rumbling the ground type of loud. Javon starts walking towards it. He hears it, starts walking towards where he heard the sound. Cut back to Elsa. She's got the big giant axe thing now. Uh, and we enter into this area. So here's what I want you to picture. I want you to picture a catwalk uh, leading up to a door. Okay. Mm -hmm. On either side of the catwalk is sort of like a dropped area where, you know, I, for one, might have two little koi ponds on either side. That's mm -hmm. kind of the what we're dealing with here, okay? So we're walking towards two double doors. Elsa has her axe walking slowly along the catwalk. As she walks a little further, we see a giant footprint 
that is like size of her torso, I would say, mm-hmm. and it is smoking. Oh shit! It's not scary monster. It's a scary monster. And Elsa even looks at it and she's like, "Oh dear!" <laughs> like she's like, "I this is this is a monster." <laughs> and so she's walking towards, and then the door opens slightly, and an arm comes out of the door. Okay, so someone is standing behind the door, but using the door as like a barrier, and they have a gun thing on their arm that starts shooting at Elsa. Ah. Okay, so question five what do you do? What does she do? I'm gonna block the bullets with my giant knife axe sword. Okay, and I guess that's what I'm gonna do. She's okay. going to jump off the catwalk. Off the side. Zero points. She <laughs> runs up to the door, smashes the door closed, so the arm is now stuck mm-hmm. in the door, and she takes the axe and, and chops the off. arm off. That was a better idea. Good job. So now uh, <laughs> she says thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So now we see that it was um, uh, Lorne. It was sort of the samurai-esque guy that's dressed in sort of samurai-type clothes. And he's like, ah, my arm! But they're still wrestling. Like, he's still trying to, like, best her, even though he's San's arm now. So it was cut off at, like, the elbow, basically. Mm -hmm. So the thing with the weapon is still on the arm that's now on the ground. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, they're fighting. He actually makes her drop the axe, and it kind of goes flying. They're fighting. He gets the axe. Question six, what do you do? What does Elsa do? Hand in hand, grab the hand, and shoot the gun. Two double double ding. Um, So she grabs the arm. She shoots him. It shoots him somewhere that he's going to die for sure, but hasn't died yet and is loud right now. So she hears someone else coming. And so she grabs him, covers his mouth and rolls into the thing that I would make a koi pond and like covers his mouth um, until he dies basically. But we see that it was Jovan and he's looking around like who, who's here, he doesn't see them, he grabs the axe. So Javon has the axe again now. Mm, Okay. But she still has the arm shooties. Okay. Just on her spare arm? Uh, She puts it on her own arm. I think she she does put it on her own arm at some point, but I think right now she just has an arm. But she she puts it on. She doesn't just carry around an arm. I would scare your enemies, though. You're like, I don't even put the weapons on my own arm. I carry around the arm of my enemies yeah. and I make them shoot it. Um, probably makes more sense to just wear it. Though. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot to carry around. It's a lot to carry. Um, so Javon leaves. Lauren is dead. We hear a roar again. Now we're back with Jack and Jack's just been kind of sneaking around. <laughs> no weapons. <laughs> just, oh, hope I don't get murdered. <laughs> And he looks around a corner 
and a giant monster hand grabs him and pulls him into the bushes. Huh? And he's like, ah! and then he goes, oh, hey, buddy. And he says, of course I'm here to save you. And we see, we don't see the full monster, but we see his giant hands, which are, again, the size of two torsos. And they kind of look like he's he's very tree and foliage looking. Like, he looks like a giant scary tree mixed with um, Thulu, that god thing with the tentacle face. Oh. It's like if the, if a tree and that guy and the abominable snowman had a kid, that's what he looks like. Okay, wild. Yeah. Uh, or not the abominable snowman, uh, the yeti, Bigfoot, because he's not white. He's not covered in snow. He's a tree and a, and a Thulu and a Bigfoot. And he's giant and he's huge. Okay. Um, and he roars and he's got glowy, scary eyes. He's pretty terrifying. Um, so Jack's like, Okay, here's here's what we're going to do. And first of all, he's pissed. He's like, I cannot keep saving you all the time. Like, you need to d- take care of yourself, Aww. buddy. Sweet monster friend. Yes. And and he kind of like, the monster kind of like makes a noise. And, and Jack is like, I, I know it hurts, buddy. He's like, I know. We're, we're going to get you out of here. We then mm-hmm. see Azarel sneaking around and hearing Jack talk to the monster which one's azarel she's the the snow lady okay uh the abominable snowman's mistress we're then back with jack and he holds up this little disc that's about um maybe a little bit smaller than a hockey puck size and he says so apparently these little things explode so clearly this was one of the weapons that he found is this little explodey disc. And he's like, but I, I don't really know how it works, but I think we're going to like explode you out of here. Okay. That's, that's how we're going to do it. And he's like, so just, just, just keep alive. Just, just keep alive and I'll, and I'll explode you out and we'll, we'll figure this out. Okay. Mm. So that's where we realize Jack's not in it for the bloodstone. He, and that's why he's felt not super into this whole mess because he was never, he was always there to save his friend. Mm. So the monster kind of slinks back into the, to the bushes and then Azarel comes out and Jack runs away and he hides in a crypt, the crypt. And as he goes in, Azarel is shooting at him or whatever fucking weapon she has. I don't even know. And Elsa is in there and she's like, no, 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 no. And he shuts the door and she's like, it's locked. I had, she like had it propped open a little bit. And she, we learn is injured. Okay. So that's why she went in there because Mm -hmm. she got shot. Oh, right. Cause she got shot once by, I don't know, uh, Lorne or sliced or something. Her own handgun. Sure. And so Jack is in there and he's like, how's it going? And she's like, <laughs> not, she's not charmed by him. And he's like, are you hurt? And she again is like, no, I'm wrapping my leg for my own fucking health. Like, yes, I'm hurt. And he's like, can I help you? And she's like, no. And he's like, okay. And so she's trying to like tourniquet her leg. And he goes, 
you're not doing it right. And he's like, all I'm saying is it has to be tight and even. And if you do it wrong, it's not going to work. And so she kind of like throws up her hands and is like in a huff and lets him do it. Mm -hmm. And he starts being like, sort of like, so what, what's your story? And her thing is like, I, I just want to be rid of my dad and my stepmom. Like, the the stone is mine, but, like, what's more important to me is just making it so that, like, I never have to associate with Verusa or the memory of my dad ever again. Like, we can just put all of this behind us. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and what the fuck is your deal? Because, like, you wouldn't fight me. You ran away from the Scotsman. And she's like, why the fuck do you want the stone? And she's super suspicious. And he says, I don't. And she's like, come again? And this is where he says, help me get the monster out alive, and I'll give you the stone. That was going to be my plan. Question number four. Yep. What do you do, Kim? What it, I what? <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so she jokingly is like, what, is he a friend of yours? And he's like, yeah. So question eight, what do you do? What does Elsa do? I think hand in hand we say yes. Ding, ding. So they're sitting in the crypt. So it's like, yes, they have this plan to save them, but they're locked in this crypt and they have to figure out how to get out of it. So they're sitting there and we realize it's all her family. And the way that the crypts are labeled is really cool. So like, it's like a, um, you know, a wall. I'm blanking on it where it's like, Remember in New Orleans where it was like we there were uh, plaques, but then there would be like lots of people shoved in there and we would see like all the names listed. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of arranged like that. But there's only one person in each thing. But each of the uh, little things that says who's in it are like illuminated. So it almost looks like an old Mm -hmm. Hollywood sign. And it like has like a like a marquee type look to it. Oh, yeah. yeah, Cool. And so she's like you know this is my family and he says it must have been hard on you being from the bloodstone family and she's like you have no idea and he says well everyone has family stuff and he's like even when you're not with them they become an atmosphere an atmosphere sometimes we think by doing something very specific we can change everything And not be like them. And sometimes they're just a pain in the ass that we have to save all the time. And he's like, one of our options is we could just die here. That's an option. But Mm. I don't think it's the option that either of us want. She then looks at a specific tomb. And it says, Francis Brisbane Bloodstone. And she, light bulb goes off above her head. And she goes over to the wall. She breaks off a torch from the wall, climbs up the crypt, and starts bashing in the little marquee that has her name on it. And she says, you know, my father used to tell me stories about crazy Aunt Frances. He used to threaten to lock me in here whenever I was bad. My, my Aunt Frances was positive that she would come back from the dead. And as she's saying this, she's handing him pieces of her aunt. 
And he's just like, <laughs> and then she also like pulls something out. She's like, oh, useful. And it's some sort of weapon. We don't know what it is, but she puts it on her belt. And then she's like, and so that means that she knew she would have to have a key, an exit strategy. And she holds up a chain of keys. Uh, so they come out of the crypt. Thank you to crazy on Francis. Francis. And this is where they, they come up with a plan. So Elsa obviously knows the maze very well. She grew up there. So she says, go this way, this way, right, left, straight back. There is a giant crack in the foundation, in the wall, like a huge, a huge crack. She says, I'll get the monster to you. You put that thing, that explodey thing, will ex- will explode that part where it's already cracked. Mm-hmm. She grabs the arm weapon. Oh, and now she puts it on. So she puts it on her arm. And Jack says, when you meet him, treat him like a friend. And she's like, what? And he's like, and call him by his name. She's like, what's his name? And he's like, Ted. Ted. And she's like, the mon- the monster's name is Ted. And he's like, yeah, it's Ted. And she's like, okay, I'll go find Aww. Ted. I love monsters with human names. Yeah. So he is looking at his little disc thing. And he's like, by the way, like, do you know how to turn this thing on? And he turns it on by accident and it ah! starts beeping. And so now both of them look at each other and they're like, fuck. And so they run off in opposite directions to do their thing, knowing they only have a certain amount of time. Eric brought up a good point. He was like, how do they know how much time they have? Like, how do they know it's like, how do they know that it's not going to explode on their way there? But they're, they're taking a risk. So cut to Javon with the ax and he hears Ted in the bushes. So he's approaching and Ted is cornered. We can kind of only see, like, his eyes coming through the bush. And uh, Javon is approaching him. Elsa then comes up behind him and is like, hey! He turns around. She points her arm thing at him. Ted takes that opportunity to come out, and now we see him. And he's, like, a story tall. And as I said, what he looked like, a tree mixed with Thulu. He then grabs Javon... And Javon, he doesn't just catch on fire. It's as if he burns in the way that one would burn if they were turned into embers from the inside out. It is the most grotesque and, like, complete burning of someone I've ever seen. And so <laughs> any, anyone that he touches turns to fire. Oh, man. So he's burned Javon, and now he's approaching Elsa, and he roars in her face like her hair blows back. Question nine, what do you do? What does Elsa do? Hey, Ted, I'm your friend. My name's Elsa. I'm friends with Jack. What's up, buddy? Ted. Hand in hand. Hand in hand. Ted! (laughs) So she puts her hands up. I gave you the point anyway, but I think that was the main thing. Put your hands up. And she says, Ted. And she's, she says, that's a, 
lovely name <laughs> and uh, your friend is is waiting for you. So I'm going to take you to him. Cut to Jack running for the wall. We get to the crack. The little thing is is still beeping. What do you do? What does he do to make the wall explode? Where do you put the thing? I put it in the crack hand in hand. No, I don't know. Do I only have one thingy? Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought we left it there and we were running away from it. Now mm-hmm. I understand the, the question of how do, I, how do we know? Yeah. Uh, it in my hand. Point for you, Kim. Put it in the crack. Jack takes it and throws it at the wall and then ducks behind something. And obviously the thing bounces away from the wall and he's like, fuck. So he goes and he tries to like stick it to the wall and runs back and it falls. And then third time's a charm. He's like, oh, I'll stick it in the crack and sticks it in in the crack. Jack sticks it in the crack. Come on, get it together, buddy. I get your panic. You don't know when it's going to explode, but a little precision goes a long way. So cut to Elsa running with Ted behind her. Barrasso is running behind her. Barrasso is the, is the black guy. So here's who we still have alive. We have Javon dead. He's, he's dead. <laughs> I know. I know. That was confusing. Oh, that really yeah. fucked me up. Already. I know. I know. I know. Here's who he's still <laughs> alive. Javon, Javon is dead. dead. <laughs> okay, okay. Here's Let's a, go back to the alive group. The alive group. Let the deads go. Yes. Barrasso. And who is Barrasso? Uh, he's the black guy who was the most mad about, like, why does she get to come in here without having what's whatever? What's his, like, fighter? Uh, we haven't really seen thing? him fight yet. We haven't had, like, an interaction with him yet. I think he's martial arty. Okay. Um, Azarel, who's Abominable Snowman's Snow mistress. Lady. Okay. Elsa and Jack. That's it. Okay. That's it. So Barrasso is running behind Ted, who's running behind Elsa. The wall finally explodes. Ted goes to leave. Elsa is like, wait! She takes her pulley thing from Francis's, her weapon thing from Francis's tomb. And we realize it's kind of this like cool boomerang thing where it's like, you can throw it and it has a long string that comes out of it and it grabs something that you throw it at mm-hmm. and then you can mm-hmm. pull it back. So what she does is she throws the thing, it grabs the bloodstone, Stone. yanks it out of his back. Ted then runs off into the night. Goodbye, Ted. Oh, Ted, good job. He's gone. Jack is just looking after him, like smiling, like, yay, Aww, he did it. Jack then goes to pick up the stone to give it to Elsa and as he touches it he's blown backwards oh the stone like blasts him back and he's in pain he's laying on the ground he's like shaking like almost like he's like having a seizure and Azarel Barrasso see this so does Elsa and they're all just like looking at him on the ground like what the fuck Verusa then comes out with guards and is like well well, well. And Azarel says to Verusa, it threw him back. When he touched the stone, it threw him back. And Verusa says, a monster in our midst, desecrating our sacred night. 
And she turns to Elsa and says, what were you thinking? Free a monster with a monster? And Elsa says, well, I didn't know that bit. (laughs) And one of the guards then takes like this long taser thing and shocks Jack unconscious. Uh, Verusa then leans over him and says, I can't wait to see what breed of monster you are. And Elsa says, none of you should have the stone. And Verusa looks at her and says, the hunt will decide. And then shocks her unconscious too. So she's unconscious and Verusa just goes, house rules. Cut to Jack waking up on the floor in a cage. Now the cage is a dome. So it's got the bars coming out and they all come together at the top in a point. Okay. And he wakes up and he's like, Oh no, no, no. And he looks over, he's like groaning and he sees Elsa sitting in the corner and he calls her and he's like, are you okay? And she is apoplectic. She's crouched in the corner and she's like, I'm okay until you rip my throat out. And she's like, I suppose, I suppose that was fun. And he's like, no. And he's like, I couldn't tell you what I am, but I'm also human. He's like, the killing I do is done by a part of me that's not me. And that's not the part that you're with right now. Mm. And he says, every month I lock myself up at the full moon and the next one's not for five days. So we have time to figure something out. Elsa looks at him and she's like crying now. And she's like, the bloodstone can transform you in five seconds. It doesn't matter when the full moon is. And she's like, that's why they locked me in here with you to get rid of me. So she just looks at him and says, make it quick and just stay away from me until you can't anymore. He starts looking around at all the heads on the wall And now he starts to realize, like, oh, fuck. I'm fucked. The door then opens. We still have a little bit of, there's kind of a hallway. The door opens and then there's a hallway. So, like, we have a little bit of time. Question 11. Now, I want you to think about, we now know he's a werewolf. Okay? Mm -hmm. I want you to think about what you know about dogs and werewolves. And know that your job now is no longer to stay alive, but to keep Elsa alive. And you know that they're going to turn you into a werewolf. So question 11, what do you do? What does Jack do? And how are they turning me into a werewolf? The bloodstone does it. Point the bloodstone at it. Say, bloodstone, reveal the monster, whatever the fuck. Okay. What do I know about dogs and werewolves? And we're in like a cage together. Mm -hmm. Here's what I know about werewolves. Do tell. Full moon, but I guess also bloodstones. Yep. Otherwise, I'm human. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Silver bullet. Yep. Um, maybe tie me up somehow. Okay. You don't have anything to tie you up. I'll tell you that. You're just yeah, in so. a cage. What do you know mm-hmm. about dogs? Here's what I know about dogs. Okay. Super cute. Yep. Best friends. Yep. Lovey kisses. Yeah. Um. Like to play, go running, uh, sleep, Mm -hmm. furry, Mm -hmm. pause. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, pause like their hands, not <laughs> telling me to pause. Pause for hands <laughs> and feet. Uh, none, of, none, of these, none of the facts I named for either feel helpful. <laughs> did I miss something or did I say it? All right. You missed something. Okay. What else do I know about dogs? What do I know about dogs? So what I, I'm a, they opened the door. Yeah, so the way that this room is structured is like, so there's a door, then you walk down a little hallway where all those hieroglyph drawings were, mm-hmm. and then another doorway opens up into the big room where all the monster heads were and where Ulysses is in his animatronic coffin, where mm-hmm. we had our meeting, and the giant cage has been erected in the center of that room. So I can, like, get there now. The doors are open? I don't... That's what I don't understand. Who can get there now? Us. No, you're in the cage. You just know that the doors have opened and someone's about to come into the room. You know that it's about to be like, oh, fuck, they're about to turn me into a werewolf. I need to figure out how to make sure I don't kill before this happens. Oh, someone's coming in the room. Yeah. Okay. Dogs don't like cats. (laughs) <laughs> Some do. Dogs. Uh like squirrels. Mm-hmm. I mean dogs want to eat squirrels. Yeah, they're very interested in squirrels. Dogs are my best friend. <laughs> and they I really I, I really want to give you a hint, but like the, whatever hint I give you is gonna give it away. So I just have to sit here in pain. (laughs) (laughs) In excruciating pain. (laughs) Dogs can run fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they can. What do dogs not like? (laughs) Then maybe I can not like Elsa. (laughs) I think you want to like Elsa. Okay. Because you want to not eat her when you're a werewolf. Right. That makes sense. Which is why, like, I don't know if you wanted, we were trying to turn her into a squirrel. I was trying to turn her into a, a, I don't know, a cat, so I'd stay away from her. (laughs) I don't, what? (laughs) That's, Okay. Uh, okay. What are dogs like? <laughs> <laughs> and we're back here. What are dogs like but don't want to eat? What do dogs not want to eat? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have anything in your cage. You don't have any. You don't have any yum yum treats or steaks or balls to play fetch or. <laughs> You have you have nothing on you. You have only that you will be a dog soon. And dogs have different ways of interacting with their world than humans do. Dogs um, smell things. Mm-hmm. And lick things. So somehow, hand in hand, <laughs> Catherine's, Catherine's sending me something telepathically and she's sending it really hard. Her face is scrunched. <laughs> <laughs> I somehow make Elsa 
smell like me. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna hand in hand by licking her and that's two half points. I'm just putting you out of your misery. <laughs> I just had to end it. I just had to end it. You don't even deserve two half points, but I gave them to you anyway just to be done with this chapter in my life. <laughs> I have to be done. I have to be done. <laughs> he starts smelling her so that he remembers her scent as someone that he trusts. And he's like smelling her and he says, when the change happens, look me directly in the eye. Don't break eye contact. And he's smelling her and she goes, does this work? And he goes, it did once. It worked once. Because basically he loses who he was. So right. he's like, but if I can keep your smell in there, like there's a part of me that'll find it familiar and maybe not eat you, possibly, is what he says. Okay. That's exactly what I said. Two half points you don't deserve. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the biggest pity points I've ever given in my life. <laughs> so he starts smelling her. The creeps come in. So they're, so it's three people in these like hoods, cloaks and hoods and like metal ornate masks or whatever. Three of them. Uh, I think Barasso, yeah, Barasso and Azarel come in too. And uh, Jack goes up to the cage and he's like, don't do this, please. He's like, just kill me as I am right now or there will be no mercy. Meaning like, if you don't kill me now, if you turn me into it, like y'all mm-hmm. fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, the first creep takes the mask off. It's Verusa. Okay. And she's like, nope. But she's all fucking like self-righteous about it. Like mm-hmm. monsters must die. Like just being total cunt. And she looks at, Ulysses in his coffin and says, you're going to want to see this, darling. And then she says, it's time for you to show yourself. And she takes the stone from around her neck and she starts chanting in Latin. And she's like pointing the stone and sort of like red light is shooting out at him. And he's crouched down and he's in pain. And he looks up at Elsa and says, I'm sorry, Elsa. And a single tear comes down her face she is now crouched in the corner of the cage terrified and here's how we see the transformation we just have the camera on her and we only see the transformation from the shadow behind her Mm -hmm. of him transforming uh she's terrified verusa lowers the stone barossa and azarel take off the masks as well verusa laughs and she approaches the cage and he grabs her arm and pulls her in. And now her face is like smushed up against the cage and she's screaming and scream. The guards come out and they start tasing him, tasing, 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 tasing so much that the entire cage fills up with smoke and they can't see anything. The smoke clears and they look up and there's a hole in the top of the cage. Oh, And they're looking around the room. And they can't find him. Where is he? And all we see is two little yellow eyes open. He's up on the goddamn ceiling, just hanging out there, invisible. He jumps down, and he just starts fucking everybody up. But here's what's cool. So, like, this is Marvel. So, like, we have 
the, you know, CGI, the top CGI at our disposal. But his werewolf is the classic werewolf. It's Mm -hmm. like very sort of like, you Mm know, uh, old timey uh, werewolf makeup. Uh, The guards try to attack him. Utterly fucked. Utterly fucked up. He's leaping around the ceiling just like a fucking... I didn't know werewolves can do that, but I guess they can. He then looks at Elsa and kind of turns his head and doesn't eat her. (sighs) My plan worked. Your plan worked. (laughs) Now, question 12. The hullabaloo outside of the cage. People are distracted. Okay? So you're Elsa and you have arm strength. Question 12. What do you do? What does Elsa do? (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for that preface you're welcome (laughs) um hand in hand we jump out of the hole in the cage above us with our arm strength (laughs) that we can lift our body up that high yeah obviously yeah and literally you would have had to like (laughs) climb like a little spider like up the bars. Um, I gave you that one. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm um, about to start um, training tomorrow, so I will have a bit more strength in my life. Arm okay? strength. Yeah. <laughs> so you can climb up out of a werewolf cage. So she's now in the melee. All right. She doesn't have a weapon, though. Everybody else does. Uh, ooh. Missed a question. Question 13. You don't have a weapon. What do you do? And what does Elsa do? Um, maybe I grab the bloodstone. Uh, you can't. Uh, uh, Verusa uh, has it. Maybe I just keep eye fucking the werewolf. Eye fucking the werewolf. <laughs> so I don't get eaten. Okay. Hand in hand? Hand in hand. (laughs) Zero points. I'm so sorry. (laughs) The answer is not I fuck the werewolf. (laughs) He said to not break eye contact so that he wouldn't eat me. He, we've passed that. You made eye contact. You didn't break it. He was the one who broke it. Now he's fucking up all the guards. He's tearing people limb from limb. So you, weaponless, run over to Daddy's coffin and grab his sword oh, from his coffin. Smart. Takes down all the guards one by one. Elsa manages to take down Azarel with Dad's sword. So, goodbye. Mm-hmm. Verusa grabs the stone from around her neck as... The werewolf is coming towards her. She holds it out and it it throws him back. He Uh comes at her again, throws him back. And it's clearly like weakening him and hurting him. Elsa grabs her pulley thing from Aunt Frances and she throws it at Verusa by this and grabs her by the spine is all I can tell. And like pulls (laughs) her back Mm. and knocks her out. So now Jack is huddled at the... Oh, Barrasso was killed at some point as well. Oh, I'm sure that it was the werewolf that killed Barrasso. Barrasso's been dead. Azarel was the last one, and she just got sliced in the head by Daddy's sword. Um, So now, Jack is huddled at the door, 
trying to rebuild his strength after the bloodstone was just fucking him up. Okay. Jack in werewolf. Werewolf, werewolf form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you do? What does Elsa do? So now Verusa is incapacitated. Everybody else is dead except for werewolf. What do you, question 14, what do you do? What does uh, Elsa do? Um, grab the bloodstone and ride the werewolf out into the sunset. Okay, hand in hand? Yeah. That's two half points. Listen, I know that you, I fucked the werewolf. And I'm sure that was great and he loved it. He's still a werewolf. He's still not interested in reciprocating your affection. He's just, his way of reciprocating your affection is just to not eat you. Like he's, but he's not, he's still kind of, he's a werewolf. So what she does is she picks up the bloodstone. I say just run out of there. That's what I would have done. She picks it up and walks slowly towards him with her hands up and says, Jack, are you still in there? He roars and pounces on her. She stays very calm, stares him in the eye, doesn't break eye contact. I fucks him. I fucks him. Yes, yes. And then she touches his face very gently. He just kind of twitches and he bounds off into the night. Elsa takes a deep breath. And then we hear, you let him go? You will now die as you lived. And we see that Verusa is still alive. You will now die as you lived, a disgrace to the hallowed bloodstone name. And she's eating all the scenery she possibly can. And then Ted jumps down through the ceiling and burns her into oblivion and throws her into Ulysses' coffin. Ted. Elsa just smiles at Ted and Ted walks calmly off into the night but not before grabbing a cloak off one of the guards. Goodbye, Ted. We then see... Does that cloak fit Ted? Isn't he much bigger than that? We'll find out. Okay. Igor then pops out from behind a pillar. Forgot about you, Question 15, what do you do? What does Billy Igor Swan do? So all the, the only person that's alive now is Elsa holding the bloodstone. I think hand in hand we're like, hello, Mrs. Queen of the bloodstone. Now you're in charge. Yes. I'm your servant. Yes. That's exactly what he says. Exactly. He says, oh, there you are, mistress. I only want to make myself available to you. And Elsa says, brilliant. You can start by cleaning that shit up. And she points to all the bodies. She then sits down in the chair, holds the bloodstone in front of her, which illuminates her not only in red, but in color now. We can, like, see her flesh-colored mm-hmm. face. And we see that the whole time she was not wearing a black leather jacket. She was wearing a red leather jacket, and which was just an interesting fact. We just assumed it was a black leather jacket. It was red. And then we hear over the rainbow playing on a gramophone. Mm. And we cut to... Jack, as Jack, waking up in a little makeshift teepee out of 
sticks. And he's like, ugh. And he's wrapped in a cloak. In a cloak. It was for his friend Jack. To keep warm. And Ted is waiting there, sitting on a log with a French press and a cup of coffee waiting for him. And he hands it to Jack. And it's all in color now. And they're just monster best friends. They're monster best friends. I love them. And Jack says, are you okay? And Ted says something, but we can't understand it. But it was very funny because Jack laughs and says, oh, it's a good one. (laughs) And then he says, what? No. And he says, I'm the one who comes to your rescue. (laughs) And then he talk, talk. And then he goes, oh, yeah, I I could eat. And he goes, let's do sushi. Yeah? He's like, on me. No, you choose. And then the end. Oh, cute. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. It was so great. It just set out to do something so specific and got an A plus on the assignment. I just loved it. <laughs> Classic monster movie. It was just great. I just loved it. Great okay. job. Let me total thy points. Hi, Sammies. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streamed. Polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Okay, let's see if you're a monster hunter. I'm not. I'm a monster lover. I love them and they're my best friends. Yeah. Based on your dead or alive,s you're a monster hunter. Seven out of nine. Nice Notes. work. For questions, you got 18 and a half out of 30 for a total of 25 and a half out of 39. I'll take it. Not, not my best, but. Not your worst. I, you know, first day back. Yeah. What are you going to do? Better I'm than asleep. me. Yeah, you are asleep. Great job <laughs> staying awake. I'm very proud <laughs> Thank of you. Thank you so much. Um, okay, guys, we're back and we're, you know, we're, we're doing, doing the thing. Um, so we'll, uh, do we have anything to announce? I don't know. Uh, just that we love you. Yeah. And thank you so much for listening. Yeah. And join our Patreon. Mm-hmm. There's fun stuff there. We keep talking and we do live stuff. Mm-hmm. And other stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, join our if Facebook you group. Connect with us. You can join our Facebook group, Sammy Style Live, maybe, or follow us at KK Sam Podcast. All on all of the things. Yeah. So this has been uh, Kim and Cat Stay Alive. Maybe. So until next week, stay, stay alive. Bye. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.